On this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast, Ace and Jake are celebrating Stone Cold Austin 316 Day. We run down the news from everything from New Japan, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, and ending with WWE on their road to WrestleMania, including a little segment on V, Jim Cornette. Welcome, everyone, to the Quick Pop Podcast, the only wrestling podcast that knows it was not Agatha, it was ZimJF all along, kids. I am always am Jake, your host, your confidant, your guide to this wondrous, crazy, weird, spandex-driven, wet hair, no reason world of professional wrestling, and with Ace, how are you doing on this fine evening? doing all right uh nothing fancy nothing fancy it's uh it's still a very weird period in wrestling where like stuff is and isn't happening at the same time if that makes any sense uh, yeah we well, can... well it's weird because it's like it's wrestlemania time but yet we're in limbo so i i, I don't know i don't know ace I don't know how I feel. Well, no, we're not quite this. We're on I'll the fast lane to WrestleMania. Uh, uh, I'll be honest here, Ace. I'm having a little bit of wrestling fatigue. I'm not going to. There's a lot like of stuff. Too much, not enough, or the quality? Like too much of not good quality. That's that's all I'm going to say here. In fact, no, that's not all I'm going to say here. I have a podcast to spew out my thoughts. Y'all have to listen to every word I have to say. Well, actually, you could hit the stop button, but don't do that. I don't say allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. They, they, they can fast forward past my, my, my bullshit. They can, they can do that. So, um, yeah, as Ace was saying, there's, there, there's not a, a whole lot going down, but yet things still happen. Um, I hope you like rambling, boys and girls, because that's what's about to happen. So, uh, Ace, here, I, I did the intro. Where, where do you want to start in this fine world of wrestling? Where, where are we starting? Uh, let's, let's start broad. Okay. And then just slowly center on a single pile of okay, garbage. It's, it's, it's 2021. They prefer for ladies Ace, but that, that's fine. That's fine. We can start there. I mean, I was going to say, let's start New Japan, but okay. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, okay, that was a bad joke. Um, so New Japan. Well, wait, wait, first. Uh, if y'all heard that, that is the smooth guana sound of opening up a nice, nice. I don't, have, I don't have the smooth guana of balls, but I do have this really cool uh, koozie they gave me that I've been putting on basically anything that'll hold. Your balls aren't smooth, uh, Ace? Is that what you're telling me? Your balls aren't smooth? Uh, you, you, kinda, you don't go with the smooth balls. Kinda, they're kind of squishy. Uh, really, I, I, I just, the fact I just prefer smooth. That's just me. That's just me with with, with, with my balls. Just smooth, you know. Like it's funny because like, the uh, balls know, bottle definitely smooth. is not smooth and has a nice bumpy texture. But uh, okay, whatever, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you get the bumpy texture sometimes <laughs> when you're attempting to make it smooth. Let's go into New Japan. Shall we? <laughs> um, yeah, so. Okay, so New Japan, they are just starting the New Japan Cup. And it's weird because it doesn't seem Nobody's that a lot of people it. care. Um, 
and we were having this conversation off air aces. I, I actually think now a year in, I think COVID hit new Japan the hardest. Um, unlike AEW or WWE, they actually had to stop doing shows for a while. Um, then they continued. And like, now like you're hearing like, Oh, you know, like, uh, they're kind of doing dealings with AEW and impact, but like, we're not actually being able to see any of this stuff for the main reason that no one can really go back and forth. Like, I would be most excited about the fact that AEW is dealing with more so than Impact, but you can't really see it. And then their matches and their cards here lately have been very top heavy. Yeah. The top few matches are great. The rest of their show just kind of drags. It's like it it's it has I don't want to say it's lost that spark, but the spark is definitely dimming. That seems to be a recurring theme. What, with New Japan or just in wrestling? Just in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't argue that. can't argue that. So, <laughs> I, I'm not as in it. I only have the vaguest idea of what's going on. But from what it sounds like, is you're telling me that just like... uh. It it's still good wrestling, you know, because it's still New Japan and they put on great wrestling. Yeah. But it just doesn't have the wow factor anymore. Yeah, like um they're building Will Offspray, and I think sooner rather than later, he's gonna be getting legitimate heavyweight title shots. Um Jeff Cobb signed with New Japan and he's been showing what a beast he is. Um, you know, heavyweight champion is uh they, they they're going to have that new title uh, debuting next month, which I can't wait to see. Um, and uh, yeah, Bushi's still their champion. And, you know, he's doing great things. And uh, him and uh, Desperado uh, have a match coming up. But I just, I, I don't know. Like, it used to be, like, to me, like, New Japan shows were must-watch. Now it's just like, oh, there's that match on that show. You know, it's starting more to be like just that company that has like the one or two matches you want to watch that you end up not really watching the show. You end up just fast forwarding and just watching the one or two matches you need to see. Um, and I don't know, know what they uh, need to do to get me back. Maybe it will be uh, dealing with AEW and stuff because I'm not necessarily gone, but I just I'm, I'm I've been less interested about New Japan. It's mm-hmm. just. You know? Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Like, even even not with the big uh, knowledge branch on New Japan, I, I know that feeling, for sure. Yeah. Although, although to, to segue into America with New Japan, uh, we do have new Impact Tag Team Champions. Uh, the Good Brothers lost them to Ace's favorite number one tag team of all time. Fin juice and juice, the boys. <laughs> like, I love, I, just I, saw, I love it. I, I, I will admit, I didn't get to see the match. I just saw it like, come across uh, uh, my Twitter feed. I'm like, oh, Ace must know. Ace must know about this. I do know. It's like, Ace I, must I, know I, that fin I get juice. them Twitters. But uh, yeah, but, yeah. my uh, so, my insane Fin juice team 
is back. Dude, why have they not made a Finju shirt? Because Ace would buy all of them. Like, I don't know yeah. why they haven't made a Finju shirt yet. And no, hey, don't well, make, it'll, it'll be a don't little juice bottle on everything. Like, like you're trying to make a cool symbol or it's like two drawings of them. No, no. make it like an old school carton of milk or a Gatorade bottle that just says yeah. Fin juice, but it has spilt. That is the yeah. T-shirt. That is the T-shirt. I need a That's Gatorade bottle that says Fin juice that is accidentally like leaking out. It is like knocked over. It is spilling. That is the T-shirt. It, today is a uh, 316 day. That shirt will outsell Austin 316. Make that shirt. New Japan, you're welcome. I know you listen. I know you listen. You're welcome. Uh, 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 uh. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, uh, but yeah, so that happened, which actually kind of took me by surprise because whereas I know that they are doing, uh, you know, dealings with New Japan and stuff like that, I was just surprised that they won the impact title tag titles, because I just thought that they would, to be honest, I really thought what this was all going to lead to is that either at double or nothing, or maybe even later this year, they would do young bucks versus the good brothers. And it would be title versus title winner is both AEW tag champions and impact tag champions. That's really where I thought this was going. So to have the good brothers lose the title to Finn juice, I was very surprised by that. Yeah, because I, I, they they were they were hyping up the fact that they kept showing up with the tag titles, and so it just yeah. seems odd that they would have been like, you know, ah, oh, you know, now it's gone. Yeah, I mean, but uh, who's to say now that Finn Juice won't pop over? You know, I don't know. Or yeah, that's true. Or maybe the Good Brothers drop these titles because since that they they are going to actually be wrestling against Moxley and um, uh, Eddie Kingston this coming Wednesday. Maybe they're about to spend more time on AEW than uh, Impact, and so maybe they dropped the titles so that they could spend more time on AEW. I, I do not know. It's definitely a possibility. Um, but uh, and and think this year, this week was also when they started uh, the the AEW Revelation or whatever. Oh, uh, the Monday Night Show. The Monday Night Show, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you, uh, catch any of it? I watched like a smidge of it. Uh, I watched a little bit of it. It, it basically is AEW dark, but for developmental talent and for any indie wrestler that is not on contract. So it's, so it's AEW darker. Yes. It's AEW darker. Um, it's AEW pitch black, um, pitch black. But um, but yeah, that's basically what it is. Um, because every match except for I think there was one with two known signees from AEW wrestling, but every other match was like Jungle Boy versus insert this development talent that's been at Cody's gym, um, Eddie Kingston versus this indie guy that you know isn't signed to AEW, but hey, I they it looks like they're giving him a look and stuff, and like it's just a show that uh the development talent get get YouTube time because I can't say TV time. Um, yeah. And then these younger indie talent that AEW may have their eye on, but they're like, you're not good enough for us to sign you and bring you straight to TV. But it's like, hey, we can go ahead, give you a a, a, a match, give you a payday. Y- you know, we have a good relation. So as you develop, you know, when it comes time that you are good enough for TV and maybe WWE or somebody else is snooping around, you'll remember that, hey, we treated you right. 
and we're offering I mean, similar money. So it's 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 a business strategy for the indies while also helping indie people and then getting their yeah. uh, younger talent uh, YouTube time. Which yeah, it's very smart. like like online NXT is what I would almost say. Uh, I would say more like I'd, I'd say well, more almost OVW. like. I was about to say, oh, my, you you would be better saying like you know like FCW or OVW if it was online, yes. but like yeah. given what we have, like NXT is still developmental, um, so uh, it's kind of like yeah. that. Although what's interesting, and I mean hyper rumors, you know hyper rumors be hyper rumors. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, NXT is moving off of uh, off of Wednesdays to Tuesdays. Yes, yes, and. There's a hyper rumor, not even remotely confirmed, that uh, WWE wants to get some kind of online content uh, going on Wednesdays. I mean, similar similar to AEW Dark on Tuesdays. Makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, WWE will not. This is where we finally get velocity back. Oh, jeez. I don't know. Hey, 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 give as me back shit. Hey, shotgun Wednesday night. Shotgun Wednesday night. No, as a kid, when uh during the week, like mom and dad picked all the all the TV shows during the week. So I didn't really yeah. get to watch a whole lot. Um, so having that Saturday night velocity, like that was like free wrestling as far as I was concerned. Saturday night velocity, shotgun, uh uh shotgun Saturday night. Uh, or, uh, they had three Saturday different uh, Saturday night shows. They had Shotgun. They also had, they had, Velocity. They also had Sunday Night Heat. Sunday Night Heat, yeah. Yeah. Heat was the other one that uh, went away once they realized, like, pay-per-views, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have fond memories of Velocity and Heat, uh, just because that was so, when I had a little bit more control of the, the remote and could watch, uh, watch those wrestling. So to me, it was like free wrestling. So, have you heard the rumor about WrestleMania week? Uh, that it's schedule? like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Dude, it's even more so. So the the so as of right now, uh, WrestleMania week supposedly is going to be Raw. Um, Wednesday, Wednesday on USA uh, Takeover Night One, Thursday Takeover Night Two, Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, Saturday WrestleMania Night One, Sunday WrestleMania Two, Monday Night Raw on Monday, and then NXT moves to Tuesdays. So literally that's nine not, days. That's not a bad look. That's that's supposed <laughs> supposedly that's the rumor of what they are doing. That's a lot of wrestling. That's a lot of wrestling, Ace. Ace. I cannot watch pretty much that week. Me, you, Ron and Nell are all going to have to draw straws out of a hat of who watches what, because there is no way that that I am watching everything. No, way. let's not forget. Uh, You were saying what did you say? You said Monday was raw. What was Tuesday? A Hall of Fame. That's right. The Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Did I forget anything? I feel like there was one other thing that was like bookended, but uh, no, nah, I think you got it all. You got it all. Yeah. Uh, now, I will say this Hall of Fame, I wouldn't caliber, but not like, you know, like, uh, it depends really, who goes 
Hall of Fame always for me is it depends who's going in. Well, I'm we already know through. we know the 2020 yeah. class because they already had yes. the 2020 class and they didn't actually yeah. put it through, which is cool because it's Batista, the Bella Twins, JBL, uh, Thunder Liger, British Bulldog, and the NWO. Which the NWO seems weird. Uh, I'm just going to continue to point out that it's weird because you're basically saying, hey, you remember when you were trying to bring our company to the ground? We're going to put you in the hall. Yeah, but like the, the hall, like they all know this. Okay, man. It'd be like if it'd be like if AEW got enveloped and they were like, you know, we're going to induct inner circle. It is weird. It is weird. Because like <laughs> the NWO like, was like the primary antagonistic force well, opposed to uh dx what's so funny to me is um you had the nwo going in right and hogan already like with fan base was on shaky ground for stuff right mm. and it seems like within this last year he has become more hated <laughs> so it's like you literally postpone <laughs> his second hall of fame ring and then it's like when he's finally going in, it's like, damn it, people hate him more now? It's like, no, we were gonna, hoping, we'd hope they would forget or something. They're like, just going to be like, all right, look, just Hogan, go out there, you know, wait, but you do not touch that microphone. Like, we're literally, gonna let, it's, it's like, we're gonna it's let like, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall talk. You just smile and wave. Yep. Ho, uh, Hall and Nash has mics. Hogan just stands there and like at the end, they lean the mic over to him to go like for life. And it's like, cool. He said for life. Thank you. Let's go. Sean Waltman is just going to like hold him back. Just like, nah, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, nah, bro. No talking. No talking. I will say this, though. The NWO is going to be the big thing. I'm just happy for Batista. He's because. No, who I'm happy for is the first inductee in 2021, Molly Holly. Molly Holly oh, is a pro like, I was gonna get I, I was gonna get to twenty twenty one, but I'm just I've yeah, always absolutely. thought I, I'm sorry to skip the line, but I've always thought Molly Holly was so underrated. Like yes. I'm not saying she should have been like the one the, the face of the division, but she was always somebody that went out there and did a really good women's match with whoever she was in the ring with and yeah. never got the credit she deserved. Yes, I'm I'm really happy to see that. Uh, the 2020 class is not being forgotten, and 2021 has yeah. already started with a bang. Uh, I'm so surprised cool. they're doing a 2021 class, to be honest. I thought they would just, uh, you know, Batista, NWO, JBL, and all of them, I thought they would just get inducted this year, and we would just move on. I didn't think that they would... Uh, they gotta I have mean, a class for every year. How long is this show gonna be with, like... People are going to want to hear Batista's speech, you know, so they're going to want to hear what he has to say. So you're not going to shorten that. They're going to want to hear the NWO has a speech. So you're not going to want to shorten that. So, I mean, well, it's like so the way they're doing it, though, is typically the Hall of Fame would be like the night or two before. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania. And it's part of the WrestleMania week end uh, with this. Yeah. I mean, they're basically going to, you know, give a day to the hall of fame and that's fine because the 2021 although they keep saying the 2021 class but like is it is it kind of like graduation where like you know they were in we're in 2021 but like only for a couple of months like i've always thought that was weird like i'm the class of 07 but that's only because my you know graduation year like eked into 07 if that yeah. makes any sense 
Like, yeah. I understand what it is, but it's weird when you're then going back and going, we're also going to do the class of 2020. It's like, do we do we really want to talk about 2020? 2020 was a year we all tried to forget. <laughs> right. Uh, are they just going to have, are they just going to, you, no, no, I got it. I got it. They're just going to call, call this like the super, uh, the super, uh, super Hall of Fame. Something. And it'd be like, oh, it's double the Hall of Famers in the class of Wait, what's this the class of 2021? Exactly. 2021. Exactly. <laughs> this year You're going so in with Molly Holly. Uh, now, we've said all that. Yep. We have to address the... Like, we're not at the garbage yet. We're going to get to the garbage. Mm-hmm. We're not at the garbage yet. But it does need to be addressed that... What I was mentioning earlier when we were talking about uh, New Japan, like good, good action, but not a yes. lot of oomph behind it. Yeah, that would be so far what's going on with WrestleMania. And in less than a month, they have to make that up. And I just I'm not sure, I guess is what I would say, because either They've got some cool stuff. And for one match in particular, I know they have some cool stuff. And so I'm looking forward to this Sunday on how they, you know, basically light that fuse. But the card as it stands, I'm not sure about it. And so, so listen, to discuss th- it, we got to discuss what's about to go down at Fastlane. Uh, what do you want to discuss first? Because I could go on for a while on a certain uh, certain topics. So, so Ace, you just point me in the direction. And uh, also, so I'll here's go. my issue with fast lane. First of all, okay. that is called fast lane. It's not the fast lane. We're already on the fast lane to WrestleMania. I don't know why they call it the fast lane to WrestleMania. It should be called the roadblocks of WrestleMania, like they did a couple of years ago, because that's where it is. Because the fast lane to WrestleMania implies you win here and boom, straight to WrestleMania. But there's also championship matches at Fastlane, which would be a roadblock for somebody on their way to WrestleMania. And Call there's it a whole roadblock. thing. And there's a whole thing where like someone is gonna fight to be the special guest enforcer at a match at WrestleMania for an edge and Diana Brent. It's this whole thing, and it's like very muddled, and it doesn't feel like a fast lane to WrestleMania. It feels like I don't know. A skid mark, uh, a bump, a speed bump. You know, I know we that called it Great Balls said, of Fire one time. That being said, it should be Great Balls of Fire forever and always. And and ah. give me the flaming, give me the flaming penis logo again, and deny that you know what it is, Vince. You know what it is. Okay, nah. so nah, I will say this. I will say that. this. I'm I'm I am I am a people. I I, I love wrestling. I want to like it. I really want to like it. So. When I say I'm about to crap on a lot of stuff, let's start with something I'm not. So you, you talked about the insert match between uh, Jey Uso and Edge to be the enforcer of Daniel Bryan and Roman. They have built this so good. I want it to be a triple threat match at Mania. I want Edge to be the enforcer. I want Edge to make a mistake. And... um pin and like not see Roman Reigns cheat and pin and then Daniel Bryant's like you know you screwed me and stuff and then we go to a triple threat match um normally I would not say I want that normally I would not say I want that 
The storyline's good. Um, Edge and Roman, I think, will be a really good match. But man, Edge, Roman, and Daniel Bryan would be an awesome match. Plus, then an added an added caveat there will be would be when Daniel Bryan won the title last time at WrestleMania, it was in a, a triple threat match, right? So it's like then you have that storyline there of Bryant like won the title in a triple match the last time he won it at WrestleMania. So will he do it again? Can Edge do it? Can Roman do it? And it'd be a great one. It'd be a great match. Two, if you want for this Roman Reigns train to just keep on rolling, it'd be a great way to keep Roman rolling. Um, and then after that, just go straight into a Daniel Bryant edge feud. It would be a great way to have either Edge or Daniel Bryant win the title. And then uh, they can either feud with each other for the title or feud with Roman or whatever. Like the, there are so many possibilities you can do in that match. And I always like when I don't know who's going to win. Um, I, I think you make that match a triple threat. I think Daniel Bryant, I think that they are planning for it to be a triple threat, but I think if not, Daniel Bryant just worked once again into the main event because I just think, I just think that that would be an so, amazing match. I think, that, that is, I think time, Daniel I Bryant, like he does with everything else, um, makes it better. I would love to better. see that triple threat. The only thing I don't like about it okay. is it's kind of twofold. Um, one, it feels like it kind of cheapens winning, uh, winning the Royal Rumble, uh, because then you can just kind of insert yourself into the title picture. Um, who? Yeah. (laughs) Who? Chris Benoit Um, did it. Yeah, no. Or excuse me, Shawn Michaels did it. It's just, but and then sorry, Shawn Michaels did it. The other guy won the Rumble, but Shawn Michaels. Yeah, versus versus some yeah. guy. Yeah, you remember WrestleMania no, twenty? But, it was uh, Shawn that, Michaels versus Triple H versus, that versus a ghost. Uh, you remember that? No, like it's just yeah, he went versus and he had, got to face off against the champion at Elimination Chamber, and he lost. And now he's able to do it again. But it, we realized, well, we can't just let him go against him at Fastlane. That wouldn't make any sense. Uh, so now I just, I don't know, like with your in game result, it's, he's going to go through fast lane, do that match and then get another, another shot. And for the same reason, I sometimes pick and, on uh, you know, other people when they get like nine shots after winning, looking at you as much as I love you, Kevin Owens, somehow you constantly get shots. Um, cause he's Kevin Owens, but that's a different story. Because um, he's Kevin Owens. It's just like at a certain point, someone's getting getting shots and losing, and so it's like, all right, cool. Why? Uh, why? Why is the person that's losing getting other shot, and the person who's on a tear? I mean, hasn't done anything. I mean, I I get what you are saying, um, but here's my thing. <laughs> is uh, WWE right now here screw it we're just going to get into my whole problem WWE right now I understand that the is trying to stack the car 
Vince is not stacking the card in a way that if I, even if I lived in Florida, well, okay, let's not lie. If I lived in Florida, I won't be trying to go to WrestleMania once I get my second vac- uh, vaccine shot. Um, uh, but it's he's not stacking the card to be like, oh, that match, or ooh, that, or this. He's just like, they know these people, throw them into a match together. And everything feels so forced, like Miz cashing in just so Bobby Lashley could win, so that you get Lashley and uh, McIntyre, but now McIntyre's not the champion, so he has an uphill battle, even though he fought Lashley uh, less than a year ago uh, and won. Like, it's just one of these things to where it's like, everything is being thrown together. The reason I'm okay with this is because, yes, it's a storyline he did before, but the last time he did it was uh, uh, WrestleMania 20. It's over, what, 17 years ago? I think they can recycle that. It's okay. Um, but it's a storyline that act. Daniel Bryant did uh, the Elimination Chamber. It only lost because he had to go through everyone. He started the match and finished it, then lost to Roman. So now he's worked himself into the second one. And like I said, Edge is going to be the uh, the um, enforcer, and Edge is going to make a mistake and like not see Roman Reigns cheat or like he'll miss a Daniel Bryant pin or something, and then Daniel Bryant will lose. So then it's Daniel Bryant lost because of the Stenuane circumstances there. Now he's lost because of Edge, and and Edge is going to WrestleMania after screwing him out of the title. Heck no. Like, there's a story built there. So even though I agree with you um, with the Rumble thing, like the Rumble winner should just get a shot at the title. There shouldn't be somebody thrown in there. But if you're going to throw somebody in there, give me a freaking story that I can see from how it plays out. Don't just tell me that, oh, Drew McIntyre's now getting his rematch at WrestleMania, even though a year ago when Vincent or a year and a half ago when Vincent Triple H came out and be like, oh, we suck. We're going to do better, guys, for the third time. Uh, told us that like they're not going to be immediate title uh, uh, rematches. And now here at WrestleMania, because you need Drew to win the title in front of people, immediate title rematches. There's no story with Bobby Lashley and uh, Drew McIntyre. Well, let me rephrase that. There's a story. It's almost a year old. And we're just like, let's just pick. Let's just dust off what we did about 10 months ago and just do it again without any lead in, without anything else. It is lazy it is pointless the only reason you are doing this is because you need somebody that looks like a big huge badass for drew to face and you don't want to bring back brooke lesnar so the biggest muscle man you got is bobby lashley not saying it's going to be a bad match people uh they had great uh championship matches in tna uh if you haven't seen them go look them up they're really good their match uh about 10 months ago was was pretty good It'll probably be a good match. I'm just saying that it is lazy storytelling. And you're just throwing uh, uh, crap against a wall and see what what sticks. And at least with Daniel Bryant, uh, if 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 it ends up being a triple threat match, at least with that, there is a build to it. And you can see why there's another person in that title match besides the Royal Rumble winner. Yeah, like I said, like I'm not totally opposed to it. It's it's just I'll love it when it happens, and I'll probably look back and go, "What was I thinking?" Uh, I'm definitely speaking like going in, you know. Oh wow, you know we're we're doing another thing where a guy's earned a shot, and we're all behind the guy earning a shot, and then this other guy is now also getting a shot, 
and it's the guy who's lost multiple times. Um, so like, yeah. if once we get there, I'll, it'll probably be a different story. It's just looking at this in whatever the whatever pre twenty twenty vision is. Uh, then that I don't know. Um, and then like the rest of the card is just kind of all over the place when it comes to fast lane. Uh-huh. WrestleMania itself is all over the place, and there's only one match that's not been announced, but definitely will be announced depending on what uh, what goes down at Fastlane. Uh, we've already got uh, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley, which I, I I seem to remember you having some thoughts on on whether or not you actually wanted to see that. Want to see what? Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying it's going to be a bad match, but I, I just, <sighs> I am glad my initial thought that they were bringing back Brock Lesnar for that match is wrong, and this, this to me is better. But I mean. It'll it, listen. It'll be a nice stiff match. Um, I just, for me, I don't care. I'm going to be honest. For me, I don't care. Um, I understand some people do, and I do think that this is a fine uh, match for WrestleMania. But I just, <laughs> I got to be honest. I don't. Care. Well, I'll tell you what. We've got we've got Bobby. Uh, we've got the main title set up. We've got the universal title set up. Uh, we had new tag champs last night. Uh, spoiler, we're not recording this on our normal Monday night. Uh, but that was got- another thing thrown together. Because, listen, okay, so the Hurt Business lost the tag titles to the New Day, right? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. But now the New Day at WrestleMania is facing AJ and almost. So, okay, so, so, so let me understand the rules so I can try to figure out where the goalpost is. Bobby Lashley... Uh, or uh, Drew loses the title to Miz. Bobby Lashley wins. Miz obviously gets a rematch. And now Bobby Lashley gets his rematch. New Day beats the Hurt Business for the tag titles. AJ and Almost have never wrestled a tag match together to get a shot. Okay, just making sure I know where the goalpost is. Trying to fi- figure out where the finish line of this race is. What are we doing? This is madness. Um, If we were going to have AJ and him uh, have tag matches, build it. But like they went almost his debut to be at WrestleMania. Cool. I, I guess it feels like the New Day beat the Hurt Business because the Hurt Business has been tag champions. Vince doesn't care about the tag titles. Oh, we need a tag match for them. Who can they wrestle? Oh, let's have Aiden almost wrestle for the tag titles. Are they going to wrestle the Hurt Business? No, we can't do heel versus heel. New Day gets another tag title. I mean, I like New Day. Um, AJ in the ring with Kofi is going to be awesome. Um, AJ and Xavier in the ring together could be a lot of fun. Like, there's a lot of fun to have with that match, but it just feels like, oh, we need to do something with AJ for WrestleMania. Give him a tag title shot. Cool, I guess. Whatever. That's, you know, the tagline for WrestleMania this year should be WrestleMania 37. Cool, I guess. Whatever. Here's a match. Like that's the tagline. Cool, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, it's and you could tell like he's very much playing like building this uh, this WrestleMania card for a crowd. Uh, not that the one last year wasn't 
not built for a crowd. Uh, but they had a little, a lot more like uh, knowledge that they weren't going to get a crowd, and so they could kind of plan accordingly. Um, in in like you know with the cinematic matches and everything, mm. uh, and all that jazz. Uh, one of the things that I'm most intrigued by, though, is a match that on paper will not happen. So there's obviously going to be some shenanigans. Uh, I'm just curious how we're going to get there. And that is uh, Alexa Bliss challenged Randy Orton at Fastlane. Okay. Okay. Wait, here, here's another thing, Ace. Get ready for this. I have been just saying screw everything like really hard right now. I'm looking forward to this. Because here's what I oh, want. Yeah. Here's what I want. I want the match to begin. I want Orton to actually go up to her and like grab her, like throw her down on the ground. Or Just do something, right? And I want the lights to come out. And I want the 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 the, the, the Alexa, I want Alexa then to break off Randy Orton. I think it'd be so great yeah. for Randy Orton to be like, oh, stupid women, oh, stupid girl. And then that, like, that happens, and she just like, clap, 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 and just beats the brakes off him. Uh, either that, either that. The other thing I will accept in this match, Ace, because um, Ace, what have we ended this podcast on for the last like month? Oh, our uh, PSA about Murder. a person on fire. Yes, murder. So the only other acceptable ending to this match is Randy Orton, in some form or fashion, murders Alexa Bliss. Oh, you, those are the only things wanna, that I will accept. I will think, accept uh, her beating the brakes off him or murder. Well, and maybe he'll go to jail for this one. Here's the thing: when he murdered the the, the cre- guy in the creepy clown mask, no one batted an eye. Maybe now, when he like murders. The ex um, uh, uh, model, maybe, maybe they'll bat an eye. Maybe somebody will care. This man is a murderer. He is on the loose. He has killed a man on television. He's a murderer. Okay, I'm done. I mean, you're 100 percent correct. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, we all know what this is leading to. The writing is on the wall, even if the wall is oh, not yeah. erected yet what this is alluding to my okay. thing yeah is yeah i, I yeah. don't know how hard do you pull the trigger this sunday do you do oh you like you i like your idea well like here's the thing i like your idea of you know well i'm not i hate to say this in a, on a recording but yeah murder alexa um but do you? Oh no, no, Tubbs, what, what, Tubbs, wait, no you, well, you go ahead. You go ahead. I, I got something. You go ahead. Do you show the fiend, or do you? Okay, just, no, you, you do not show the fiend. You do not show the fiend. But here's the thing: Alexa, this whole time has been sitting in a pentagram, right, where where the Firefly Flint House was. What you do is you murder Alexis, right, and then lights go out, and then you show a video. And like it's uh, let's even say it's Alexa. It's like Alexa, like in a Firefly Funhouse. And hell, if we're going this far, let's just go all in. Her basically like laughing and be like, "Randy, you did it! You did it! There was only one thing left. Uh, there had to be a sacrifice. 
Randy, you let me let him in. And then you just have that circle break and like crack and the floor cracks. And like you just start to see like rumbling and like light coming in. And that's where you end it. Just like something is coming. Don't show him yet. You just basically to 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 uh quote a supernatural reference for anyone who's watched the show the seventh seal has been broken randy orton yeah. in defeating alexa has broken the seventh seal and satan is about to rise or whatever analogy you want to use like the big bad you just let him out of his cage. ooh no okay another thing that she could do and just kind of twisting yeah. off of what you got there he beats her right and yeah. you're one, two, three, you're Randy Orton. You're right. Lights go out. They come back. And Alexa's not in the ring anymore. And then yes. the video comes up. And Alexa comes out and sh- points to Alexa. The, like, should sh- have crazy Alexa pointing to regular Alexa. And okay. Go, Look, we needed, a sa- we needed a sacrifice. Now we can really let him in. Or, in this yeah. case, let him out. Yeah, and then like this you said, like pentagram glows, cracks. Yeah, and then and then Dude, you see that would that would that would be awesome. Come through the ground. Have yeah. a hurt glove. Yeah, come I, was, through the ground. I, I was thinking a glove, but I was thinking a glove coming through when I was saying my thing, but I didn't know if like they, they, they may not want to show anything. I like the dual Alexas because what would be interesting if you're like they sacrificed the original Alexa, so like now she is just the the like yeah. with the contacts and all that 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 would be a cool, cool uh, uh way to uh twist it to present alexis now that she is the other one is dead randy orton killed her um mm-hmm. yeah like yeah i want something like that i'm telling you man like the smackdown uh heavyweight title storyline and this fiend storyline that like WWE, you have so many people that I like. Why are those the only two storylines I care about? I, like, hold on, hold I on. like Drew. I love AJ. I love Kevin Owens. I don't care about any of this other crap. It's honorable, crap. Honorable mention has to go to Matt Riddle being a 10-year-old with the title. No, I don't care about Matt. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say probably one of my most controversial opinions on this podcast. Screw Matt Riddle. Oh, Matt Riddle is good. Matt Riddle is good in the ring. I don't care what he has to say. I don't care the quirky fun he has with the New Day. I don't care that now he rides a scooter to the ring. He rides a Razor scooter. If you want a, a freaking spotlight to to show that the 90s are back, a grown man is riding a Razor scooter. I love the it. 90s are back, ladies and gentlemen. There's so no denying it. Ridiculous. It, oh, it's because, ridiculous! And don't get me he's wrong. Like, like, bro, when when you win tonight, we could all be champs, and we should get matching tattoos. And they were like, I don't know about tattoos. We can get scooters. And then <laughs> Matt Riddle apparently, right then and there, was like, Well, they're gonna win. I gotta go buy my scooter. I love dude, it. And then, <laughs> then he like went near driving by the retribution. Come on! <laughs> if you're not laughing, dude, you're missing it, dude. I agree. I agree. And I'm the guy that likes wrestle fun and wrestle silly. There's just something about Matt Riddle that it's just it comes off dopey. 
and it just comes off more stupid than fun to me. Um, I don't know what it is. Like munching on a thing of popcorn, just like bouncing up and down. I'm like, ah, that's great. And then Matt Riddle rides a scooter. I'm like, shut up, Matt Riddle. Like, I don't know what it is, but there's just something about Matt Riddle that I just, I do not like. He's good in the ring. If you're going to tell me he's going to wrestle AJ, Drew McIntyre, that's sweet. I'm in it. Let's watch that match. But anything else besides that, I, I, I just don't care. I just do not care. I love it. I'm sorry. I'm giving honorable no, mention fine. to Matt Riddle being a 10-year-old now that he's won the title and naming it and celebrating with corn dogs and riding a scooter to the ring and saying Nyeow, as he drives by the retribution while they're in their serious moment. I, just, I don't know. I, 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 the child in me can watch that and go, I, <laughs> I want to get I want to get to end on an angry note, but I do have to give one more. All right, so uh, not even honorable mention. Get it third place because you said SmackDown uh, heavyweight title and the Fiend. Asuka coming back and legitimately trying to end. Uh, uh, why am I? Uh, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, give me a second. My brain is literally having a brain fart. Everybody, you have no idea. Smoke is coming out. Co-host would help me out, knowing full well who I'm talking about. A good co-host would help you out. So, what was her name, Ace? I'm gonna pee on your title. What did she look like? The Queen of Spades. That's all I kept thinking. Oh, you mean Shayna Baszler? Oh man! If only you would have given me. Can I tell you? I can't. Every time I was like, I almost have the name, Alundra Blaze. No, not that one. Dang it! Uh, Like that was the name that kept popping in my head was Alundra. Dude, I wish it was Alundra Blaze. No, it's because it's Baszler and Blade. Like that's why it kept getting crossed in my head. But I was just like, no, that's not it. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. Uh, Now listen, that is that is one thing. Before you get into it, I will give WWE a pass is the fact that um, there have been so many things on the road to WrestleMania on Raw in the women's division that they've had to just keep switching because apparently Lacey Evans was going to beat Asuka and it was going to be Lacey Evans and Charlotte for the title at Mania. And then Evans got pregnant and then they're like, should we do Charlotte and her? Should we do that? Like, I understand. We don't want to see Charlotte again. I understand them scrambling for like who who to pair Oscar with. Um, yeah. Like I get it, you know, injuries, pregnancies, things like that happen. So that's one that's like, yeah, they're scrambling, but they're scrambling because they had a plan and it's just not going to be able to work. Um, yeah, it was okay. I, I but, appreciate the wild crazy no longer like, haha, she's so quirky, Oscar. Now it's like very much Oscar like, yeah. You know, like, hey, uh, you knocked out my tooth. Uh, I'm going to knock out your career. Yeah, yeah. No, like, crazy, uh, gonna kill you, Asuka, is the best song. Yes. I, I... That and that and post-WrestleMania 2020 Asuka, when she was, like, crazy quirky, but, like, they were let, letting her be as crazy and quirky as she wanted to be, that was great. It was when they started to reel her in during the summer. It's like, <sighs> you, you, you've lost the momentum, guys. 
you lost. Really don't cool. don't reel her in. Let her be crazy. What's really cool is he went. Uh, he she went from like, oh, is she really the Raw Women's Champ? Because she kind of just got handed the title, and then it was like, well, I mean, now she's just kind of got this fun thing that she's doing, you know, with uh, with different people. You know, she's not really, but like. Here in just the last month and a half, like she's really, except for that little bit where they try to team her up with Charlotte, that kind of killed her character a little bit. But when they actually put yeah. her up against like uh, a dominating woman and her tag team partner, um, you actually got to see like Asuka be Asuka that we, you know, know prior yeah. to, to this year. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of cool. Uh, so go ahead, go ahead and lead us into our. Uh, our next topic. Yeah, that's what I was about to say is I know we're somewhat pressed for time, but I do not want to leave a little bit, a little bit. without us talking about AEW. Um, we know that last week was an AEW heavy episode because they had a pay-per-view and we kind of mainly the end, the whole last segment last week, we were talking about what everyone was talking about. That's the exploding barbed wire death match and the ending that uh, was not so exploding. Um, Ace, before I start this, did you get to watch Dynamite or highlights of it from this? I watched the highlights. Okay. Okay. Um, So I I didn't know what to to, to think going in because I heard that, like, they were going to try to be like, oh, Kenny just, you know, didn't, like, made a bad ring. I'm like, I'm not sure if that's the best way to go. Maybe you should admit it. But at the same time, why admit it? This is a story-driven thing. Like... It's a TV show. You, you, a writer would never come out on The Office and be like, oh, sorry, that joke didn't work out, guys. Um, but, you, you know, they, they would just keep keep moving, make it a storyline, keep going. So uh, they had a segment with Moxley and Eddie Kingston, and it looks like those two may be becoming a tag team, which is freaking do it, do it. Um, where basically they're just like making fun of Kitty for making a bad ring. And I thought that that was smart. And then later when Kenny comes out, he basically like says that he won't admit whether they did that on purpose to embarrass Moxley or they messed up, which is such a heel thing to do. It's like, no, 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 we did that to embarrass them. But even if it did mess up, you know, and stuff like that, like that was great. Um, (laughs) Kenny mocking uh, Eddie Kingston uh, getting on top of him with all the very unique ways (laughs) to describe it and to shout out on national television. Um, was very sophomoric, but also very entertaining and funny to me because I am a child. Um, We're all children. Yeah. So I will ask you this, Ace, about that topic before we hit anything else on AEW. What did you think about them uh, in kayfabe explaining why the ring explosion wasn't what it was? I mean, it was the only option they really could do because, like... You know, they had to address it. Um, th- th- be- uh, if you watched, if you're any kind of like big wrestling person, you would know that, like, uh, that you know, Moxley made the reference to it. So, like, it, it's, it had to be addressed in some form or capacity. Yeah. Um, and so they were, I mean, there was really nothing they could do. And so they were just kind of like, you know, playing with what they had available to them. So, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, we, we did this, but look what you did, like basically trying to redirect as much as possible. Yeah. Um, the only one thing out of all of that that upset me 
was I, I can't remember who said it for the life of me, but some AEW wrestler back office person, something, somebody uh, like in some interview, uh, you know, when talking about it and like, you know, fans being disappointed stuff literally said, what did they expect? It's like, guys, you had a video package that in the middle of it to let people know what type of match this is. You showed highlights of some of the old Japanese ones. And one of those highlights was a was a huge like smoke explosion covering up a ring where you could see nothing inside. Maybe they expected yes. that. That's what they probably expected because that's what you showed them. them. If they would have never – listen, well, I mean, even if they never showed them a highlight, people can go be like, oh, what's this match? Let me Google it and stuff. So yeah. I think uh, whoever said that, it's like, listen, you can't put it on people. On like, the one oh, hand, the expectations were too high. No, they weren't. Expectations were what this match is. Yeah, that's the issue that I have is like, it is what it is. Now, did I actually expect like a, you know, a boom? Uh, no, obviously, like uh, the human rational side of me knows that you're not actually going to blow the, up the ring. But there is more that they could have done. So like, here's one not? thing is it, it, like, listen, I understand things didn't happen that way. But like, since they had the crowd closer, they weren't going to be able to do that big explosion. If they just would have did that explosion and rigged the ring to collapse, it would have been so, so much better. You know? Because like, even if there wasn't yeah. a huge explosion, if you at least had like the ring collapsing, you know, um, but that that's that's neither here nor there. Um, so also because listen, this last Wednesday's Dynamite, I enjoyed the show a lot. I thought it was a great great episode. Um, but AEW right now, production wise, cannot catch a break. Um, during Ethan's Page debut match on Dynamite, somehow um, TNT uh, had the audio from uh, one of the uh, other affiliates owned by Time Warner's basketball game bleeding through. You could barely yes. hear the commentary. It was it w- it was the weirdest thing to watch a match with that. And it was a good match. Ethan Page had a good debut. Ethan Page has a great uh, set of moves. And it just really sucks that this dude's debut had to be marred by Hard those by sounds. Technology. Yeah. 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 It's just like that had to be it. It it was another thing where it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. AEW, like I think storyline wise and wrestling wise for me is the most fun to watch right now. And it isn't just like I understand it's easy to be like all the basketball sounds and the unexploding thing. It's other little things with their production of like changing to a camera and then you totally miss a move. And that happens quite a bit. And then there's just a production thing. And I think once they tighten down production, I think it'll be one of the best shows to watch. Um, they, they, they just, they just need to tighten it down. Um, the last big thing, cause there's, there's other AEW things to, to talk about from that episode, especially because one thing I like about AEW is they had a pay-per-view and then the next night they're immediately like, and here's all your new, uh, feuds. We're going to go ahead and start a slow burn introduction. It looks like Sting's going to do a thing, uh, a, uh, a storyline with uh, Lance Archer. 
Um, they already are building to the Bucks versus Phoenix and Pack. Like they are moving all these pieces one way or another, and they're going ahead and you know showing you, hey, this is what we're working on next. This is what we're and that's one thing about WWE that like they do that sometimes, but then sometimes it's like, yeah, let's just do an episode after a pay per view. We'll, we'll figure out. Um, it seems like AEW is always trying to figure out where they're going. For better or worse, they're always trying to figure out where they're going. But um, yeah. the main thing of this episode is 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 the ending. Um, they stuck the landing with the ending of this episode. Uh, it was the uh, Inner Circle War Council. They come out, and Jericho's wearing a white button-up shirt, so you're already like, oh, you're getting bloody. <laughs> Uh, but they do the whole thing where MJF's like, you know, it's not another member we need. It's just that and the other. And two things they did that I thought was just little things that were brilliant with this whole thing is whenever MJF, uh, after Sammy Guevara, like came out and stuff, or no, it was before Sammy Guevara came out, uh, uh, was saying the things about like, no, it's not another member. We need like one less, like Kim and the entire inner circle, like stepping in unison, it's it's just a good image. And it just was like, I don't know how rehearsed it was, but it was just very well done. And then two, whenever they all turn against uh, MJF and Jericho's like, what, you don't think we text after the show, you idiot? Like, it's just those things that anyone watching a show, anytime you watch a wrestling show, and there's a guy on camera, like as the people leave, is sitting there, they're, they're like, okay, and now we need to do this thing and that thing. It's like, so so, so none of these wrestlers watch the show they're on? N- none of them do that? Because we believe that not only are these people characters in this TV show, but it, but like, this is also a sport. So they're watching tapes of these matches to, you know, get, you know, how to counter their opponent's moves and stuff. So therefore, there is tapes available for these characters to watch of their, like, interview segment. So I just thought it was so smart for Jericho to be like, we watch the show, Max. Like we we text each other. You you know how you talk to that guy uh, at the end of that interview segment? Yeah, he texted me la- last night and told me what you said. And so, you know, so like I just thought that that was a great move. But then MJF begging for his life hits the uh, uh, I didn't want to take over the inner circle because I been because I've been too busy building my own group. And then lights come out and out comes FTR, Sean Spears, Tully Blanchard. And uh, of course, it's MJF. So you got Wardlow and they weigh uh, waste to the inner circle. They bloody up Jericho, powerbomb him through a table off the ramp. Uh, I don't know what they're going to be called, but I'm excited about this new stable. What say you, Ace? Aren't they like the Reformed Horsemen or something? Like <laughs> the Reformed Horsemen? I think they're trying to do like a new four four horsemen. I mean, that's bait. I mean, here's the thing, though, is uh, uh, inner circle is five members. So there has to be five. But if you want to get technical, I don't I mean, they can't be called the horsemen. But if you want to be technical, MJF, Sean Spears and. The four and then Wardlow is just a bodyguard and Tully's just a uh, a manager. So technically, but they're going to say Wardlow's part of this group. Um, But yeah, no, like they needed to have done like a four horseman with MJF. Um, 
I'm not saying MJF is Ric Flair, but a dude that uh, talks uh, talks all type of trash about everyone that wears custom suits. Yeah, that sounds like Ric Flair to me. You know, like I I, I just MJF has needed a group ever to me ever since he's uh, started there. But I like that we did a slow burn to it. Um, yeah, I, I I totally dug this. I thought it was very well executed. I'm curious to hear what the group's called. I'm curious to hear them doing promos together. Um, and I think this is all going to lead to the inner circle uh, versus whatever this group is in Blood and Guts in their version of War Games. Uh, they tried to do it last year with the inner circle versus um, the elite, but because of COVID and everything else, nothing could happen. We ended up getting the stadium stampede match instead. Um, yeah, I think this is going to lead to blood and guts. I'm just curious if they're going to have a crowd for it because I mean, well, now they have some fans there, but you get what I'm saying. Um, because AEW was going to have uh, start to have shows in Philadelphia, New York and stuff in April and May. And they just did a press release today that said those sh- shows have been move- moved now to September and October. And I, I mean, they may have this feud go that long to be able to do a blood and guts match. Uh, but I don't think they will. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing they may do it with a half empty or half full, however much they can get arena uh, at Daly's place. I don't know, but um, I'm really looking forward to this, to to this stable. I, I think it has potential. I think it has a whole lot of potential. Oh, it definitely has uh, loads and loads and loads of potential. Um, I'm glad to see another nice, pretty little, uh, little stable that opposes the main one that's, you know, out there. Okay. So that was a W for the week, folks. That was a W for the week. And they didn't make me as angry as WWE. So normally, (laughs) normally I wouldn't give our final topic much time a day. And honestly, given how long we've gone so far and given who he is, I'm not going to give him much time. Uh, he's a hot pile of garbage, but it needs to be addressed. It needs to be spoken out that uh, Jim Cornette, you may all remember him from yesteryear as a fantastic manager. Uh, lately, past couple years even, but especially, especially lately, has been just one giant steaming pile of hot garbage who I don't I'm uh, the sad thing is I'm not convinced that he's doing it just to like try to get you know clicks and you know like I don't think he's doing it just to generate heat I think he generally believes this I, I don't he's know just, like some I, I think he's trying to uh, stay relevant is what I think he's trying to do oh it's a hundred percent him trying to stay relevant but like I think his like I think him himself does feel this. I don't think this is an act. I don't think this is just a play he's putting on in order to garner thing. Now I think he's being loud to, uh, I think he is being loud to, you know, stay relevant and stay in the news and everything. 
But what what concerns me is what he's saying and him saying it's okay. Um, if you have not looked into Jim Cornette, especially on Twitter, um, first of all, don't bother. No. I'm going to say this. Not even worth it. But if you're just, you know, a sick person who's curious, and I understand I was that person. Um, he absolutely despises AEW like more than any normal like WWE mark should. Like there's like I like WWE and I don't like AEW, but even then, like you got to go like that was a great match or oh well that was cool that they did that. Like he is just constantly railing on AEW like as if he was like employed to do so, and he's not. He's this is his own thing. Like this is his own individual opinions going around saying this nonsense, but he just constantly thrashes AAW. Says everybody that's working there is a joke. Says that promotion's going to fail within a year, which it won't. It won't. Listen, that, um, that, listen. That that show uh, may that uh, may fail. It may, may. I'm not even going to sit here and be like AAW is going to take over WWE in a decade. But uh. A year? Now, it's like look at what they did. It's such in, a stupid take. Look what they did in two years with nothing. Yeah. And they're just going to grow from there. Their last pay-per-view, given the ending, was not spectacular. It grossed more pay-per-view buys, uh, th- uh, or the most wrestling pay-per-view buys. Uh, I think the last one that did this much was WWE either a decade ago or two decades ago. It was like early 2000s, the last time this many pay-per-view buys for wrestling happened. It's like, yep. come on, man. Uh, so yeah, like, not only does he just hate AEW, I mean, he hates a lot of wrestling that's not the old school style of wrestling. Um, Recently, <laughs> recently, he decided to run his mouth about the promiscuity, we shall say, of a female wrestler. Uh, which there obviously are some people who are trying to defend him, which is dumb. Yes. Um, and let's just say there's Miro. Rusev, for those of you who um, live in the Jim Cornette past, um, he, he, for lack of a better word, came unglued. Oh, he lit into um, like, like the way he was tweeting was not like in character. He was legitimately like, do something, step up. Like he at one point was like, answer me, you Mark. And uh, all Jim could say was like, oh, I'll give you my answer on the next episode of the podcast, which I'm sure that'll go over swimmingly. Well, no, see, once again, he's trying to stay relevant. He did that so that people will tune into his podcast. Honestly, people should Ace, look at this. All, like, I'm, saying, Ace, all I'm saying, Ace, 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 see, no, he's Ace. I will not have you tarnish the brilliant name of uh, one uh, Jimothy Cornette because Ace, if you just go online 
and start talking mess about female wrestlers, we too could get more viewers. That's how we get it up. Get, get it, Ace. Ace, Ace, yeah, I need you to get online. People. I need you to get online. I need you to just start like derailing women wrestlers, just like the biggest misogynist in the world. But in every tweet with, you know, so-and-so Sasha Banks did this. Sasha Banks is just a this. She's just a that. And I'll tell you the rest of my thoughts this Monday on Twitch. <laughs> That's what you do. That's what you do, Ace. See, I know, I know you're joking, like because the tone and, and like I get, but like, nah, no, nah, Jim Cornette is a hot Ooh, pile of garbage. Are you are you trying to tell me that you do not think Jim Cornette is a national treasure? That this man should be protected from from ruffians and repscallions like Miro, like Miro. Just the oh, what words hurt you, Miro? Ooh, I'm Miro, and I read tweets and get upset. Jake. Okay, that being said, I'm 100 with Miro. Uh, bust that man in the jaw. Uh, yeah, no, like, that's let, what the man needs. He needs a good slap to remind him. Yeah. Listen, Jim Cornette's just going in business for himself. It's the listen. I, you want to know why I 100% know uh, he's going in business for himself, and he doesn't probably actually think this. Years ago, he railed on how the Young Bucks were the worst wrestlers. The Young Bucks were this, that, and the other. And there's a story that uh, some guy booked the Young Bucks and Cornette at an indie show. This was at in, during the Young Bucks like New Japan days or uh, ROH days. They may have been in New Japan too. But still, anyway, so they're both booked there. Uh, the Young Bucks, and they're like, oh, man, uh, uh, Jim wants to know if y- y'all are fine doing business with him. And they're like, why does he want to do business with us? And like, no, nah, he just think it'll be apparently Jim Cornette like comes up to him and goes, hey, guys, we got real heat. If I go out there and just start like trashing y'all, y'all should like come out and like super kick me and stuff. So it's like so 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 you don't think they're trash and wrestling. You just did that to get heat so that at an indie show you could have the young bucks like come out and y'all can have a back and forth so that you could have a big moment. So your wrestling opinions aren't real. They're just made up so that you can get heat with people. Okay. And he's, well, if that's the case, he's for some reason still sticking with it because he still trashes the young bucks and saying that they're the most overrated wrestlers in the entirety of the wrestling business. I just think, I just think, with him having a podcast, I I think Jim Cornette, listen, he may actually think these things. I could be wrong. I think he is a guy that has been the manager that just talks crap for so long that now that he podcast is Cornette the human being, it's Jim Cornette, the tennis racking wielding manager. And I I think calling someone's girlfriend like those words uh is something the the racket wielding guy would do and that's that's what i think it is i i could be wrong i just i think i think he's as they say i think he's worked himself into a shoot well he's gonna get shot if he keeps it up <laughs> no i just think Nero's gonna beat himself it up yeah. Uh, no, because what? Here's what Miro will do. Miro will be like, "All right, cool. No, it'd be fine. Yeah, you can come on AEW, and we'll have a little thing, and we'll, you know, it'll, uh, we'll get you know views and clicks and stuff like that. It'd be fine. You should come. You should come. You should come." Um, 
and then he's going to come and then Mira's just going <laughs> to prepare to die. My thing is, did you see Charlie Haas's response to all this? Okay, listen, Charlie Haas, I like you, but like you're going after Miro because you're like, oh, Jim Cornette's like, you know, this big wig in like, it's like, okay, that's, that's fine. Jim Cornette has done a lot for our industry. You can respect what he's done and think that he's a scumbag for saying what he said and the line like, okay, fine. So, um, like, I don't know, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, like, uses, like, a derogatory word or, like, a racial slur. Am I supposed to not go at him because of all that he's done for, like, computer technology? No! You call that man a jerk and, you know, to say that's BS that you said that, but you can still respect what he has done. It's like there is this middle ground that no one ever wants to walk on anymore. He's scum. That's, that's what there is. Pile of hot garbage. So, okay, 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 just we'll end on this. I just want to know this. If Jim Cornette is in the middle of a wrestling ring, and Ace, you are front row. You are front row. And the tunnel's going off for an exploding barbed wire death match. Are you jumping in the ring and covering him? Are you gonna are you gonna dry, dry, dry hump him to safety, Ace? Hold on. Ace, Jim Cornette looks at you with his racket and says, says Ace, I need help. Get on me, Ace. Are you going to jump in there and help him out? Is Hold that on. what you're going to do? Hold on. Ace, is who, that what you're going to do? Who was, who was he fighting? No, I don't know. Just he's, he's beaten up. In, in no, the no, no, because it, it's so who, is, who built the ring. <laughs> it wasn't Kenny. It wasn't Kenny. See, I don't know then. I don't know if I'm getting in that ring. You're not going to protect Jim Cornette from the exploding, exploding barbed wire deathmatch? From Rusev's bomb that he built, built? No, I'm not jumping in that ring. Man. Ace, I thought I knew you. I thought you were a, a, a good-hearted gentleman. You don't know me? I don't. This is, this is, this is crazy. I went to prison. No way. This is, this is crazy. You're crazy. All right, everyone. Well, I'm disappointed now, and I guess that's the podcast. <laughs> it's Jim- I don't know why. I just uh, you- okay, well, I guess that's guess that's it. I, I mean, it's, I mean, what else is to say? It's a podcast, guys. Ace hates Jim Cornette. Uh, Rusev hates Jim Cornette. I'm disillusioned with WWE and just want them to have more than two cognizant stories on two shows. Uh, NXT was good, you know. You got Adam Cole and Finn Balor. That's always fun. They're, they're, they're going to do their thing. Uh, AW has a fun new stable. Just, guys, my, my heart's not in it. My heart's not in it. Ace, just, just tell, them, tell them what they need to do. Tell, tell them what they need to do. Uh, you know, washing mustaches and... Washing mustaches? <laughs> so, so, soaping yes. the back of the knees and... and, and All right, so while my co-host just, goes and has a stroke... On your wrist, like there's 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 things my co-host cousin has a stroke uh ladies and gentlemen that has been the quick pop podcast thank you all so much for coming out uh as always it's been a blast uh we were missing a couple people today but it's it was a weird recording we're recording on austin 316 day that's where we're a little more fired up and uh you know giving the hot takes and not trying to pull any punches because stone cold said so um 
basically uh we're we're getting close we're getting ready we're we're gearing up it's mania season uh and right now it's kind of but you know we'll see we'll see um until then uh i'm ace and jake make sure wash your face wash your hands wash your feet uh wash your back uh wash your elbow uh it's it's getting really rough we all see it and nobody nobody wants to mention it but we all see it we, we we're just this is kind of telling you this is like an intervention but you know like hey man you gotta you gotta get that taken care of it's it's kind of gross uh and we're gonna end tonight with two things one never let kenny omega build your bomb and two it is still even though we're finally going to get a resolution it is still a felony in most if not all of the united states to set a man on fire on national television and then apparently get away with it i guess thank you everybody for watching apparently ace won't dry hump jim Cornette into uh safety from an explosion who knew I know. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today. <laughs>